0: Welcome to the ZOE household. Our desire is to bring you to the consciousness of the God life that has been made available to everyone who believes the Lord Jesus Christ. Be blessed as you listen to this powerful message by Pastor Ola Kelsey, the resident pastor of the ZOE household Lagos. God bless you.
1: To ready go. So, abuse is inevitable when the purpose of a thing isn't known. All right, abuse is inevitable if the purpose of a thing isn't known. That's what we're having this series. All right, and let the miracles begin. All right, and let the miracles begin. I sense prophetically, Michael. Don't put, don't make sure that part keeps playing very prophetic. All right, um. I see angels all around. I see the mighty hand of God. These are the, whenever, you know, there are things I see and I, I, I tend to, I have I've come to interpret it by experience and by the word of God. And when I see those things, this and this and this are the things God is doing in the meeting. You know, you know I see angel of the word and I see an angel with signs in their hands. So it, it means, even as the word comes forth, it said, open up your hearts. It says some of you, by the end of the sermon, you start to receive testimonies, good news, to be plenty. It will be, See the spirit of the Lord. So it's going to be addressed to each person's needs and expectations. Some are expecting healing. Some are expecting a breakthrough. Some are expecting an answer to a job or an interview. You know, whatsoever that it is, all right, in a church is a safe space. You can expect the miraculous. Are you with me? In places like this, you can. Not just you can. You should expect the miraculous. It should, be, it should be a normal thought pattern. Anything can happen. There's a song like that that Numa has now. In the garden of believers, anything is possible. Yeah. Anything and everything in the name of the Lord is made possible. All right? If God can do it, then it's possible. It's only if God can't do it, then it's not possible. For instance, God will not go and kill your boss for you. <laughs> Lol. Two, two, two. Lol. Okay, let me not say that. Imagine your boss is here and you're a member you know, boss is here in the church, your MD, you're also a member of the church under the MD, and you're praying for your MD's job. <laughs> and MD is also in that same church. Uh, I'm just giving it some prayers that are wicked. You just don't know it. all right. So praying now, you know, it's just like, sucky. <laughs> you can pray, pray better prayer. Oh Lord, super promotion for him. You know, so I can see wisdom. Are they teach you scope on how to engage the things of the spirit. That's my boss. The next position should open up for him. Bah, and the mayor should ascend. Alright. So. But still on the purpose of the church, abuse is inevitable if the purpose of a thing isn't known. That's why we're having this sermon. So as to help you understand where we are here. All right? why are we here? All right? Primarily, the church, the, the word church um, has the Greek word or stands for ecclesia. E-double-K-L-E-S-I-A. E-double-K-L-E-S-I-A. It right. All right? And it means a, a called out people. It means they call that people, all right? A people that are called out of the Lord, you know, d- they call that people. So I could interpret, you know, remember, where are they called out from? There are people that have been called out of darkness into the marvel- marvelous light of the Lord. So I could interpret it as those that are actually saved, that have heard the gospel and have believed in the gospel, all right? So the church, I can interpret it as a group of people, a gathering of people that have heard the gospel and have believed in the gospel. Acts chapter 2, verses 47. Acts 2, verses 47. So don't forget, I could interpret it as what? I've heard and believed, you know, the gospel. Heard and received the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. We you know what the gospel is, right? The gospel is the death, the burial, resurrection, ascension. And I'll put Jarrah and the descending of the Holy Spirit in a man. When they believe in the fact that Jesus died for their sins. He was buried and resurrected for their sins. They received the life of God. Alright, so are we there? So it says, Praising God and having favor with all the people. And the Lord added to the church daily such as should be saved. So the criteria of God adding to the church is that they are what? That they are saved. So the church is a place of the saved. All right? It's a place of the saved. There, there was, you know, the earliest time the word church was used in the New... I think it was the second. It was used in the earlier verses, you know, four times. It was used two times in Matthew. Then about, I think, eight or ten times in Acts. Which were the first two times in the same book. And it was emphasizing, you know, God was adding to the church those that are to be saved or those that are saved. So the generic understanding of the church of God are people that are saved. You know, what we have here, all right, generic. So I'm talking about now the church, not just it, it goes beyond the local assembly. What we have here, we're a gathering of people, call that people that are also saved, but in smaller denominations. You know, everyone that believes they are joined onto the body of Christ. There's one body, one spirit. All right. When you believe we're part of the body of God, body of Christ, all right? And that means all of us together that believe we are a church, the body we belong to the body of Christ. But whenever we gather together in places like this, we can categorize it as what? A local assembly. It's also a church, but primarily is a local assembly. Don't worry we are international. We're in Atlanta. So, don't be you don't, don't don't be fighting for us by saying why are we local. We should be international international assembly. <laughs> Alright, so it's, local assembly is used to interpret the guardians of believer under a denomination. And that is what is happening right here. Alright, so, Amen? amen. Alright, so I'm going to state a few things that the church were actually known for, you know, in the Bible, and which we are also identified for, and which we ought to be identified by and for. Alright, the first one, Matthew 16, verses 18. No, 16, starting from verse 13. All right, we'll read to 20. All right? You guys have to be fast. We'll have some scriptures to open today. Are we there? Matthew 16, right? One, two, ready, go. When Jesus came into the coast of Cassira Philippi, he asked his disciples, saying, "Who do men say that I am the Son of Man? Am. Sorry, would do men say that I, the Son of Man, am? All right, so... Verse 14 then says, some Elijah, Elijah, some Jeremiah, and some one of the prophets. Then he said, he said unto them, but whom do you say that I am? Read. And so that was the answer of Jesus Christ. They asked, who, who am I? He asked, who do, who do you think I am? And as at that time, people didn't have an understanding of who Jesus Christ fully was. So there was a co- misconception. Peradventure is Elijah. Peradventure is one of the prophets or John the Baptist. But he had to emphasize, but who do you say that I am? And their response, or not just dear, Peter's response was what? Thou art the Son of God. Right? Thou art Christ, sorry. I'm, I'm trying to find it here. I've, I've, I've lost my. Wait, wait, okay, I found it. All right, and Peter, Simon Peter answered and said, "Thou art the Christ, the Son of the Living God." Then verse seventeen. And Jesus answered and said unto him, "Blessed art thou, Simon Bar Jonah, for flesh and blood had not revealed it unto you, but my Father, which is in heaven. And I say unto thee, Thou art Peter, and upon this rock will I build my church, and the gates of hell." Shall not prevail against a popular scripture. You know, and the gate of hell shall not prevail. And it's not a prayer point. It was a definite statement. I will build my church upon this rock, and the gate of hell shall not prevail against it. He didn't say, Now pray that it will not prevail, that it will not prevail. He said, It shall not. It means it would not. It's a definite, state, a definite statement, all right? It's an assertive statement. It shall not prevail against it. So here's the popular misconception. So the church is built upon Peter. No, no. The church is not built upon Peter anything. We don't preach Peter, do we? Peter is not the message. So this was the first time in the New Testament the word church was used, all right? And I've come to understand what the word church is, right? He called that people, he gathered of people that are saved, who have heard, believed, and received, you know, Jesus as the Lord and personal Savior. All right. So here he's saying here, he said, upon this rock will I build my church. What rock exactly? Now, reading this thing in context, what was Jesus Christ pointing at, or what was the message of that verse, of that few, of the few verses we read? What was the message he was trying to point out? Who he is? He asks, who the men say hi, the Son of Man is? Do you, do you understand what I'm saying? It was about we is. Then he answered, that art what? Christ. The Christ, the Son of the Living God. Oh, glory to God. Flesh and blood did not reveal this unto you. Then he says, Upon this rock, what rock? The revelation which had, that had just been communicated, that he is the Christ. That he is the Christ. That he is the Christ. That was the message there. So note this, the foundation of the church is built upon the person of Christ. The foundation of the church is built upon the person of Christ. The only person we talk about in the church, the person we magnify in the church, and the gate of we truly not prevail against, is a church that Christ has preached. A church that is defeated is a church that do not have the message of Christ. You, 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 you ensure that in your church, Christ is the solid rock, is the foundation, which every other doctrine is being built upon, there's no failing. The gates of hell won't prevail. Bless you. Blessed are you. (laughs) Do you get what I'm saying? It's certain. A church that Christ has preached is a terror to the devil. It says, and the gates of hell shall not. So one way a church, can, one very strong way a church can stay and stand very strong, even in the airtime, in this airtime is to preach Christ. Christ is the message. The basis and the foundation of our God idea is Christ. Is the reason for the season? Are you with me? Is the reason. So don't forget that. Every church or the church was or is built upon the foundation, which is who? Christ. The church was identified, at least from the scriptures, as a place for the morally upright and a people that fear the Lord. It was identified as a place for the morally upright, a people with the fear of the Lord. Matthew eighteen fifteen to eighteen, Matthew chapter eighteen verses fifteen to eighteen. So I'll read. It says, "Moreover." This is the second place the word church is used in the New New Testament. It says, moreover, if thy brethren shall trespass against thee, go and tell him his faults between thee and him alone. And if he shall hear thee, thou hast gained thy brother. But if he will not hear thee, take them with thee one or two more, that in the matter of two or three witnesses, every word may be established. Verse 17 says, and if he shall neglect to hear them, right? let to hear the church, sorry, and if he shall neglect to hear them, tell it to, unto the what? The church. But if he shall neglect to hear the church, let him be as an earthen man and a publisher. So now the earthly man and publisher there was to, to describe what was not to be found in the church. The earthen man was seen as a man that was profane, a man that was carnal, a man that was not following or observing the ways of the Lord. So what he was indirectly saying was that, hey, in this gathering, in this church, the, the nature of the people in the church primarily are those that observe the ways and the precepts of the Lord. Are you with me? So there's a common identity. Are you with me? There's a common identity. It means it can be traced. It can be evidently seen. Here we don't misbehave. So he said, you've tried to correct him. He didn't listen. He said, then treat him as, that means as not one of you. So it means the unruly are not to be. The, with the church, primarily, right? Some people, they still have squishes. God is working on them. <laughs> Sorry. God is working on all of us. But I'm just telling you, all of us. I have my faults. Don't get me wrong, all right? <laughs> I might have faults too. <laughs> oh, if you try nonsense. Oh. God, God, I beg. All right. But the point is. There's a way the church is viewed. All right? There's a way the church is viewed. Even in First Corinthians chapter 5, look at how Paul addressed it. 1 Corinthians 5, verses 1, read to 11. When impurity was found in the church, you know, he handled it from a place of disgust. Like, it's found amongst you? Don't you know? You bespeak. You are the saints of God. The Bible? <laughs> Sometimes, you know, I feel like there's a lot of humor in Corinthians. You knew in your heart of hearts they go going to call out some people for the nonsense they are doing. And the way you started that book in 1 Corinthians 1 is to say, saints. 1 Corinthians 1, you know, verses... Verses 2. says, And unto the church of God, which is according... Unto the church of God, it means talking to the church, all right? He says, To them that are sanctified in Christ Jesus, called to be saints. That address them saints. You know, they are called to be saints. Then he now goes to chapter 5, verses 1. And he says, It is reported commonly that there's fornication, there's Iranu among you. <laughs> <laughs> he said, And such Iranu is <laughs> said, said. The Iran is like, this is not normal. <laughs> Are you with me? As, as funny as it is, it paints a message. It means it should not be amongst us. All right. Then let, let's, this Iranu that it was really emphasizing, let's, re, let's read it. I search Iranu. As it is not so much as named among the Gentiles, that means unbelievers. All right? That one should have his father's wife. Bro, it's the audacity. Finding your father's wife is what? You can't judge God. Then he says in verse 2, then he says in verse 2, amen. Then it says in verse two. All right, It says, and you are what puffed up? I mean, etun galalure like what's going on? There's a confidence with you. When you can openly talk about if, or talk about what you've done and you're kind to your each huh? that that person. Check you know what I'm saying, Lord. You know, are you one of them or you are one of us? Let's be. Let's know. Because the slang that you're communicating are the ones that are not to be found here. <laughs> All right. It says, And you are puffed off and have not rather mourned. That someone amongst you is doing this thing and you are still... Ah, he said are supposed to weep tears. I'm saying it jokingly, but it's a message. It means, guy, amongst us here, there's no year around it should not be found amongst us. And somebody stole, no, God forbid. Somebody lied, no, God forbid. I should able to cry over somebody that lied. Say, ah, you're still lying. Not in condemnation. All right? And I said that to you like, ah, yes, pastor. <laughs> well, don't condemn who the Lord didn't condemn. Be guided. Whenever you correct a person, you correct them in love. If you know there's no love in your heart, don't go and correct. Talk to somebody that has love in their heart to go and correct. If no God is still helping you, Ibuku, don't correct anybody in this church. <laughs> the way she you papa you, you the second. Do you have a third person to agree with me? Third, fourth, fifth, uh-uh, sixth. You have, you have offended people in this church. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh Lord, I beg. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. He said, You have not rather mourned that he that has done this deed should be taken away from amongst you. Said so for very verily as absent I am in the body, but present in the spirit, I have judged already as though I were present concerning him and what he has done, and he that has done this deed. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, when you are gathered together, and my spirit with the power of our Lord Jesus Christ, to deliver such and one unto Satan for the destruction of the flesh, that the spirit may be saved in the day of the Lord Jesus. So here, the, the delivering one unto Satan doesn't mean, amen. I've said this, when it, when it literally doesn't make sense, it's not literal. It's symbolic. It's to communicate something. Okay. So let's say we want to practice the scripture now. We found one on Iran amongst us. I want to deliver him to Satan. Right? But he's not here. in the away. In one church like that. And they want to deliver that person to Satan. Let me ask you a question. Where is the address of the devil? Devil get address. House address. Do you know his house address? So how will you drag the person literally yeah? Let's deliver this one to Satan. That's packaging. We know devils are there. Devil, this one is yours, though. Literally, it doesn't make sense. You can't deliver one to Satan. You, know, you don't know his address. What he, you know, what he was saying in context there was, or what he implied there was, make sure that after the person has not heeded to correction, kick him out. He said, a person should not be amongst you. Treat him as a publican or ethan man. That means he's not one of you. Amen guy. do. Some people. Are you with me? Some seems funny, but this is powerful. Amen. Let's move on. curve time. But okay, before we go on, look at verse nine. Look at what verse nine says. I think there's even so much to read. Okay, let's. Let, let. I'll be very fast. Verse six. Verse 6, I'll read to It says, Your glory is not good. Know ye not that a little leaven, leaveneth the whole lump? Says, Put out therefore the whole leaven, that you may be a new lump, as you are unleavened, for even Christ our Passover is sacrificed sacrifice for us. Verse 8 says, Therefore let us keep the feast, not with old leaven, neither with the leaven of malice. Or, so what's the leaven? Leavens are the impure, impure actions. So the leaven such as malice, Wickedness, but with the unleavened bread of sincerity and truth. So it's saying that malice wickedness should not be found here. Then verse 9 says, I wrote unto you in an epistle. It means in an epistle, I had written, not this one. We don't know where the epistle is. But it says, I wrote unto you in an epistle, not to company with who? Fornicators. It means I, I wrote it. I wrote you no know, Corinthians, you know, they had many problems, right. Imagine, for instance, in this Corinthians, he addressed many different things, right? And then he says, in one of the epistles I wrote, to so just to address, there was, so, maybe that's why he's lost. Because <laughs> I know Paul, at the fair, you know, he would have been very, very strict. But look at what he says. So I wrote unto you in an epistle, not to company with fornicators, yet not altogether with the fornicators of this world, nor with the covetous, or the extortioners or with idolaters, for them must... You need to go out of the world, but verse eleven says, "But now I have written unto you not to keep company company with any man that is called a brother, that is called a brother, be a fornicator or a covetous or an idolator, or a railer or a drunkard or extortioner with such and one, not to what, not to eat." Amen. It sounds strict, right? Okay, it's in the word. Okay, so. Now do doesn't mean you have to disdain, but it just means with wisdom, make sure you don't folly with them frequently. Alright. Wisdom is profitable. The more you roll with somebody that is not that sane, they would corrupt He says evil communication corrupts what? So you you yeah, had one with the good manners, but they can corrupt. They didn't say good communication corrupts bad manners. Sure. <laughs> sure. Alright. The church is known as a place of prayer. Church is known as a place of prayer. And now, this is the wisdom here. When you know that you yourself, you are, you, are, you are still in your formative years as a believer, that means you still struggle to say no to some terrible actions. It means you know your heart. It's a sincerity check. I can be easily influenced to drink. I can be easily influenced to smoke. I can be e- easily influenced by my friends to go to the club. You know. You don't have the ability to say, no, I'm not going. And my no is no. The wisdom is that in your formative era, make sure you stay away from people like that. I'm serious. and we've, we've been through that, and I've been through that as your pastor. There are things I could not say no to in my year one or year two. Now, without thinking to I can easily say no. I'm not moved by it anymore. Do you hear what I'm saying? But in those periods, I had to be isolated. I remember when I was in year two, it felt like I had no friends. I'm like, God, this they do. It not make sense, though. So my friends in my year one, and I say, they are, they, are, they are OGs. They are OGs. There was no way I would have kept rolling with them and I will be here holding the mic. I would have said yes to many other things. You know. You know yourself. You are not strong in your conviction and you are still rolling with them. Before, it will be long, you will be part of them. They will paint you in their color. So flee. This is a, this is a prophetic word of, Knowledge to someone here. You're in school, <laughs> don't feel among. If you want to feel among, feel among here. Get friends here, form a clique here. All right. So a house of what? A place of prayer. Isaiah chapter fifty-six, verses seven. Matthew twenty-one, verses twelve to fifteen. Acts chapter one, verse. Acts chapter three, verses one to seven. Isaiah fifty-six, verses verses seven. Matthew 21, verses 12 to 15. Um, Acts chapter 3, verses 1 to 7. Welcome, Jerry. Happy New Year. Teaser, we love you. We welcome you. <laughs> Lord, I'm not seeing ages. I've seen you. But not in church. All right, are we there? Yes, Quickly, Isaiah, is he up? The first one should be Isaiah. Isaiah fifty-six verses 7. Please, there's no time. It says, Even them, even them will I bring to my holy mountain and make them joyful in my house of prayer. Their burnt offerings and their sacrifices shall be accepted upon my altar, for my house shall be called an house of prayer for all. So, there was a place, that it was prophesied by Isaiah. And we saw the fulfillment in Matthew chapter 21, verses 12 to 15. Let's go. Matthew 21, verses 12 to 15. Matthew 21, verses 12 to 15. Are we there? 12 to 15, so it will be fast. And Jesus went to the temple of God and cast all of them out that sold and bought in the temple. Should we chase those people out? I'm just joking. Okay. Calm down. All right. The reason why this was an extreme. All right, and next we they pray here. The word is here. That's after service, not during service. Anybody try doing service? Who? Where's the pankey? Like Jesus Christ did. <laughs> oh no be go wipe them. off. <laughs> God forbid. All right. And Jesus went into the temple of God and cast out all of them that sold and bought in the temple and overthrew the tables and of the money changers and the seats of them that sold those. Verse thirteen. Said so I said unto them. It is written, my house shall be called the house of? Korea. But you have made it the den of? Peace. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <Is that> okay? <laughs> there are no thieves here, don't worry. All right, so it's clear. The house was to be known as a what? A prayer. See. If you're in a church that they don't pray, well, Are you with me? Prayer was really happen. The church was known as a place of prayer. Another fulfillment of that was missing in the early church. Acts chapter three, verses one to seven. Acts chapter three, verses one to seven. It means the church was known. Say, so if you want to badura, go to the church. If you want to pray, go to the church. And they even had specific times of prayer. Look at. Now Peter and John went up together into the temple at the. Oh, at the. Oh, there was a time to pray. When we say, let's pray together as a church by 1.30, where are you? I'm serious. This is, this is a serious thing. Your church, your church is not Sundays to Sundays. You are missing out on, if that's all you do, you are missing out on the church. There's so much to church than just Sunday services. There's an hour of prayer in the church. You are subjected to it. You are turned to it. This is, this is Peter and John, the disciples. They didn't form carcass. No, we are spirits men. We are full of the spirits. Our leaders of the church. Leaders of the church were running to the church. It says, and they went at the hour of the prayer. Being the night hour. And the honest truth is that whenever a church is really a house of prayer, miracles, signs, and wonders would happen. Are you with me? Yes, sir. If you see a praying church, you will see a church with miracles. I'm not joking here. If your church prays, you see a church that works mighty miracles. Oh, look, at what, look at what happened here now. It says, In the night of and a certain lame man from his mother's womb was carried, whom they laid daily at the gate of the temple, which is called what? Beautiful to ask arms of them that entered into the temple. Next verse. Who seen Peter and John about to go into the temple, asked an arm. Next verse. And Peter fastened his eyes upon him with John and said, "Look on us." Verse five. And he gave it unto them, expecting to receive something of them, that means was expecting to receive something. And he gave it unto them. Oh, I Then Peter said unto, "And Peter said, Silver and gold have I, but such as I have, I give unto. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. What happened?" What happened? And he took him by the right hand and lifted him up and immediately his feet and his ankle bones received. Are you with me? That happened in the church, not outside. They were at the gate of the church. Church. Amen. At the hour of prayer. Glory to God. The church is known as a place of teaching and hearing of the word. Luke chapter 4, verses 16 to 18. Verses 16. He says, And he came to the Nazareth where he had been brought up, and as his custom was, means as his tradition was, he went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day and stood up for to what? Read. To read the word. That means to speak, to proclaim. The word of god to teach to announce the word of god in the synagogue in the church i meant to tell you if there's any child that doesn't practice the teaching of the word of god yet you know it's error you know and i'm let me say this to you short word would only produce an unbalanced believer if you're one of those that you, li- you like services that you only hear the word for 20 minutes you can't go far in God. What would what, what 20 minutes, Simon, do to you in a week? And I'm here to tell you, even 40 minutes, Simon is not
0: enough.
1: I'm serious. I'm serious. By the way, I'm going to have a seven hour teaching this year. Sometime, sometime in April. Sometime in April. Well, seven hours. Oh, if I don't see you there. You will sit down with me for seven hours. Yes, we hear the word. Agboro. It's not, not, you know, it's that of prayer, but that day is. Nasi is <laughs> like, ah, Pastor, I'll be in school. <laughs> we'll, we'll get you from your school. You bring your friends. All right. Hallelujah. All right. If you want to see strong believers, give them the word. Extensively. I remember one of the trainings PD gave us. One crossover, one crossover night. Uh, you know, PD made us to sit down in church. <laughs> we crossed over hearing the word. We're still, <laughs> we're still doing the same thing. Till about 4 p.m. 4 a.m. sorry, midnight. Friday now said in Jesus' name I prayed. I've thought, that which I read on me among many witnesses. The same coming down to faithful men, which I've been able to teach others what. That's we way ends. <laughs> so we had the word for like five hours. Lori. crossover. God, I beg. And those were the words that really formed us. And I'm here to tell you, listen. If you see me being able to teach you the word of God at Lent, it's because I've heard teachings at Lent. I've studied at Lent. It's important. Not to be a Jebo Christian. Don't be a Jebo Christian. No. Go through the training. Paul didn't have it easy. Peter didn't have it easy. John didn't have it easy. Why should you have it easy? Why? Oh, grace is in your grace is enough for me. said, with the grace I've received, I labor much more than them all. There's a grace that makes a man labor, not shortcuts. There's no shortcut to spiritual growth. There's no shortcut anywhere to spiritual growth. You want to be like Pastor La? Go and wait the wait I waited. Go and pray. Go and study. Go and serve. Go and follow a man of God. I'm, I'm being honest with you. Yeah. Expressing the gift of the Spirit is not spiritual growth. Amen? Amen? Expressing the gift of the Spirit is not spiritual growth. I could, When I teach on the gift of the Spirit, if that's the first time you've heard it, you can still work miracles, you can learn hands and, and you recover. You can give word of knowledge, you can prophesy, but that doesn't mean you grew no to. So don't think you're a man of God because now you can prophesy. Wow. Powerful. Powerful. Awesome. Man of God. Man of God. Almighty prophetess. <laughs> Pride is the beginning of the fall of a man. Don't exalt yourself above the way God exalts you. Grow. There's the patience. Learn the word. Get the word. Give time to prayer. Give time to discipleship. Very important. Prepare So you'll be surprised. See, let me tell something. When you are faced with storms, you'll be surprised. When you shake, you know you're not strong.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: When the storm comes, you know that uh, over (laughs) truth. Oh God, I beg. Oh God, see prepare. Because you never know the you never know when God will make a demand on all the investments that he has placed in your life. And he sends you to the field. And like a soldier, you must fight. Either you die there or you kill them there. But something must happen there. I'm serious. You know said, so the, the scripture in Isaiah that says if you, if you fail on the day of adversity, your strength is weak. Your strength is small. Yeah. God has strength. gather stamina. Hear the long teachings. Hear, be being those long prayer meetings. By the time God finally launches you out, you'll be surprised. Ah, so I'm disanointed. You'll know that all the labors of the years past, It has been working something in you. See, I've seen people with the gift of God Fall away by the roadside. And people say it a lot, and I can say it as well. I've heard men of God say it. They say that when they we're in school, they're they probably, they probably not the most eloquent teachers. Or when it comes to the prophetic, they're probably not the most prophetic. But somehow, somehow, resilience and then building strength kept them to the end. So be guided though. Don't be proud because now you can you've heard testimonies of healings or of prophesying word of knowledge and is accurate. Mm-hmm. Surah. There's a way people can suck you up. Ah, man of God. And to enter your heads. I know now. So see, as a pastor, you better receive wisdom. Even me, I've received wisdom. Ah my pastor, like you bless me, oh man of God. Ah, you're anointed. You are ah powerful man of God. I notice i have just be smiling. I'll ah, oh, thank you. As you are saying it is going out on my left ear. <laughs> because I understand. When when there's a way, and I know you guys, they mean it genuinely is, is an honest remark. They are blessed by you, and generally you are anointed. They, they, they reference you. But it's when you hear it so much, you have to be puffed off. You must come to the point of. It says, speak, sir. Oh, you've gone through it, Abby. Oh, it's true. Let's call you Papa in school now. <laughs> <laughs> no, is it what? My papa is my president. Presido! Because it was, it was a fellowship president in the school. PM of the nation! <laughs> don't play, all right, see, don't get me wrong. you know there are times they are needed to be affirmed, right? but when it's too much and when you like get to your head, it becomes a problem it it puffs you up in your mind and it limits the expression of God to you so suddenly they called you man of God so much now you're in church you can't you can't you can't lose the consciousness of a man of God and pray you know men, men of God don't pray now they don't they just they stay in front of the church you know we know now we know. See, till I'm 50, when I'm waiting to hear, the message, when, when I'm in the church and they say pray, I'm like this. Campus. I will pray privately. I will. That's what brought me here. Why stop when I'm now there? I will. I will. If you don't continue what took you there, you, what, you, your, your fall will be sharp. See, I've come to, I was talking with a friend yesterday. I will not mention any names, but I've come to realize that even when, you, you, as I said, you, you, you can bear witness what I'm saying. In the space of 10 years, we've seen mighty men of God rise. And we've seen mighty men of God lose their relevance. That I means we don't even know, we don't really know much of what is happening in their life. No matter how high God takes you, just know that, that with that same you know, speed of increase, there can be a speed of decline. Shut out. Shut up. Mm-hmm. Am I talking this line? Is there, am I talking to ministers? <laughs> oh, yeah. I am. Yes, I am. Lol. All right. Take it, all right? Take it, guys. Be strong. Build stamina. Be strong. So the church is a place of sincere worship and singing of Psalms unto the Lord. A church is a place of sincere worship. And singing of Psalms unto
0: the Lord. We will never be the same again. Michael. I will never be the same again. Cause Jesus Christ is here, is dwelling in our hearts. Is moving amongst us.
1: All right, did I give you the scriptures? Oh wow, sorry. Colossians three sixteen, Ephesians five verses eighteen to nineteen. Hey God, I beg. Ephesians five verses, uh, Colossians three sixteen. What? Look, I let. Once you ready, go. Let the word of Christ. Right. Slowly. I wanted to get it. Let the word of dwell richly. No joy in you, in all. Okay, let's read again slowly. All right, I want us to get it, understand it. One, two, ready, go.
0: Courageously, teaching,
1: teaching. teaching. One issue woman. in, in, in
0: to singing
1: unto the Lord, glory. Glory.
0: glory.
1: So. That's why when we gather here, we could just start to sing unto the Lord. It's a custom. Singing and making melodies in your heart. Just blessing the name of the Lord. Ephesians chapter 5, verses 18 to 19. Ephesians chapter 5, verses 18 to 19. It says here, And be not drunk with new wine, wherein is, but be filled with the Spirit. (laughs) Hallelujah. Next verse. In Psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs, singing and making melodies in your heart, singing and making melodies in your heart, to the Lord. We gather here and we are all sincere in our worship. It's not a rehearsed choreography. Numa is singing, but we know. Some of you, what you do is you watch them perform. Oh, what a pity. You watch them perform. What are you doing? They are ministers. They are ministering unto the Lord. Why are you not ministering unto the Lord? So, if your pastor is blessing the name of the Lord and you're watching, ah, wow, he sings so good. Powerful man of God. Oh, sh- Wow. Oh, what he did there. Ah, Imashu. Ah. And they are probably even there are critics. Ah, look at his voice. Did not sing that in way. Ah! hey yeah. yeah. See, I get the fact that good music is important. Musical excellence is important. But I'm to tell you, even when there's absence of it, the heart of worship must remain. When it's abs- when the excellence is absent, the heart of worship must be there. It's part of being childlike. Child does not care about musical excellence. And I'm, see, before I, I, I got to understand what music really is when I came to Unilag and I met PD and the likes. The church I grew up with, the drum and the keyboard don't even align. We just know that we are hearing keyboard, we are hearing drum, and somebody is singing off key, on key. It sounds funny, but listen, do you, do you know one thing? Do you know one thing? Pay attention. In those moments, I had one of the best times in worship. Because it was not about how they were singing; is that what they were doing was just to steer the direction of the worship. As they said the song, I'm singing it from the depth of my heart to the Lord. I'm making melodies in my heart unto the Lord. I'm I'm blessing the name of the Lord from a sincere place. That is worship. When they are worshiping, are you worshiping? Don't watch if you don't know the lyrics. It says making melodies in your heart to the Lord. Start making melodies. I don't know the lyrics. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Offer him the fruit of your lips. If the lips are displayed, look at it and make sure you are singing it with intentionality. You mean every single word. If you don't mean it, it's just a song. When you mean it, it's truly a worship. Mean it. And that's where you really see the presence of God break out in a room.
0: When he walks into the room... Everything changes.
1: That's Ma- Jonathan Mark Reynold. No, William McDowell. Yeah, I don't, I have a lot to teach. It's not even possible again. Kind. <laughs> I'm serious. Why, it's been a long time I finished my someone. A really long time.
0: Jesus is here, Jesus is here, Jesus is here, Jesus is here, we're is all in name, we're bless is all in name, we're bless his holy name, we're bless his holy name, for Jesus is here, Jesus is here. Jesus is here. Jesus is here, so we bless his holy name. Thank you for listening. We know you have been equipped, changed, and transformed by the word. If you have any questions or inquiries, please reach out to us on Instagram at the Zoe Household Lagos or via mail, zoehousehold at gmail.com. God bless you.